0: I knew I needed to do some final research on war criminals and how we've dealt with them in the past. So I went to the National Library on Edinburgh's George IV Bridge, a place I'd haunted as a student back when I'd been writing my first two novels, and did a search, and found something. Having decided months before that I wanted to write about Oradour, I'd scratched my head for a while. The sticking point was how could I do so from the point of view of Detective Inspector John Rebus? The answer came eventually. I would have Rebus investigate an alleged Nazi war criminal who's been living quietly in Edinburgh for 40 years or more. In this way, I could question the validity of prosecuting old men for the crimes of half a century before. Perfect, I thought. But that day in the National Library... I found information on an alleged war criminal, a real one, living quietly in Edinburgh. A TV documentary had been made about him, and he'd taken legal action against the producers. And though he hadn't been successful, I knew I would have to be careful that he couldn't see himself in my portrait of a suspected monster. The book went on to win the cognac prix de roman policier. Not bad considering I hadn't managed to find a French publisher during my long sojourn in that country. It also sneaked onto the margins of the bestseller lists in the UK and was the third biggest-selling title in Scotland in 1999 after two of the Harry Potter installments. Having managed critical success with Black and Blue, I was now beginning to see some sales success too. The mortgage on that three-bedroom flat couldn't be too far away. Having borrowed from a song by The Cure for the title of The Hanging Garden, I decided I wanted to preface each section of my book with a couple of lines from the song. i had no idea how to go about seeking permission, so turned to the band's fan club for help. Eventually I received a phone call from someone on the management side. They had, they told me, talked it over with Robert, meaning Robert Smith, the band's lyricist. Robert said it would be okay but of course there would be a fee. I sucked in some air and asked how much. A few signed copies when the book comes out. I laughed, from relief, but also because it showed what a gentleman Mr Smith was, and I was quick to accept. Only later did it dawn on me that I had no address to send the books to, and no record of the name of the person who'd phoned me. So if anyone out there knows Robert Smith, tell him to get in touch.' There's a first edition waiting here with his name on it. I'd like him to see the book sometime, if only for the smile it might raise when he finds out what I've done with other songs of his, most notably Fascination Street and Mr. Pink Eyes.
1: Hanging Garden Written by Ian Rankin Read by Bill Patterson John Rebus kissed his daughter. Sure you don't want to lift? Samantha shook her head. I need to walk off that pizza. Bye, Dad. She pecked him on the cheek. Next week? I'll phone you, maybe the three of us. By which she meant Ned Farlow, her boyfriend. One final wave and she turned away, heading for a Guy Fawkes party. He didn't know nearly enough about her, this daughter of his, 24 and independent, which was why he'd wanted them to meet for dinner. It had been a tortuous process dates rejigged, last minute cancellations. Sometimes it was her fault, more often his. Even tonight, he should have been elsewhere. Checking his watch, he saw it was nearly nine. But he wasn't going far. Edinburgh on firework night. Leaves thick down the pavement. Rebus passed three pubs in his way to his car. Chat at the bar, cigarettes and laughter, a fog of heat and alcohol. He knew these things better than he knew his own daughter. Two out of the three bars boasted doormen. They didn't seem to be called bouncers these days. They were doormen.